The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers, I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe, the Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing, learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com, call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS Sports Daily NFL Podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Wednesday, August 11th. Brinson just reads what's on the prompter. And we are going to talk about playoff teams from 2020 that could fall out of the playoffs in 2021. In the feed, we went around the NFL and talked about all the news from the past week. Uh, Ryan Wilson and I did. Uh, we'll have more shows. Of course, training camp rolls on. We have a mailbag from Monday, so check those out. And and while we're here, we'd like to welcome another Fantasy Football Today podcast to the CBS Sports Podcast family. Oh, yeah. Fantasy Football Today DFS. Get ready to dominate daily fantasy this year with optimized lineups, stacks, perceived roster rate. Can't say, can't say ownership anymore. I say roster rate, leverage plays, and more. Join Frank Stanfield, Mike McClure, and Sia Najad two times weekly in the FFT DFS feed. First episode dropped, or maybe drops. Oh, it's Tuesday. So it already dropped. So it dropped on Tuesday. You can download and follow the Fantasy Football Today DFS podcast on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to FFT. Um, I, I thought I chatted you. I chatted uh, Sully and uh, Debo instead. Uh, what'd you say? Uh, I was like, you got to edit the podcast read. <laughs> and Sully's like, what? <laughs> Uh, anywho, oh, Ryan Wilson, what's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm hanging in there. I was a little confused by your old person moment. Yeah, but, I'm happy uh, well, welcome back to Earth. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, yeah, it's been a long couple of days. Um, no, I accidentally chatted, I meant to chat you and and Debo about something, and I chatted, I chatted to Sully, and Sully's like, What are you, why are you telling me this? Yeah, I, I can see him being like, he's young, he's in his 20s, he has no, oh, yeah, he's like yeah. old. Uh, okay, so let's get into the team, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, two teams each. I'll let you pick first. All two, right, we're gonna pick two teams each that made the playoffs. Or do you, do you have any honorable mention teams? By the way, we'll wrap up at the end because I don't want to step on any uh, of your selections. But just okay, a quick refresher of the teams that were in the playoffs last year: the Bills, the Colts, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Bucks, football team. Uh, we'll do here, here are the seeds from the okay. AFC. One, Kansas City. Two, Buffalo. Three, Pittsburgh, which is hilarious in hindsight. Four, Tennessee. Five, Baltimore. Six, Cleveland. Seven, Indianapolis. And over on the NFC side of things, one, Green Bay. Two, New Orleans. Three, Seattle. 
four Washington football team, five Tampa Bay, again, mm. kind of hilarious in hindsight, and six, the Los Angeles Rams. So we're just going to pick two that won't make it. <laughs> Good Lord. That, that typical Brinson, you actually left out the Chicago Bears' seventh seed. <laughs> oh, I forgot to see the Bears. <laughs> That's right. awesome. But anyway, so yeah, what we're going to do is pick two teams each that we think uh, will go from playoffs in 2020 to no playoffs in 2021, 2022 season, I guess. Yes. All right. My first selection, I'll, I'll go ahead and remove the mystery. I'm going with the Steelers. Uh, huge question marks. And it starts with the offensive line and then Big Ben. The offensive line is completely revamped. A uh, bunch of new, young, fresh faces, which is great in terms of turnover because the the team the, the unit last year was not good. Marquis Pouncey retired. David DeCastro was cut. Uh, Alejandro Villanueva was not re-signed. He ended up in Baltimore. So they had to go out and fill a bunch of holes. With Matt Filer ended up signing with the Chargers, which is good news for him and Justin Herbert, bad news for the Steelers. So they got to figure that out. They have a new offensive coordinator, Matt Canada, who I think will bring a little more structure to an offense that, that ran the ball 1% of the time last year. But that's the big issue for me. And if the running game isn't working because of the offensive line, it sort of makes Najee Harris as, as a draft pick that makes that moot. And then if Roethlisberger starts to throw the ball every you know half second after the snap, it looks a lot like the end of last year, which is, you know, teams are sitting on routes and, and making things difficult. So that's my concern. Also, the concern is that the Ravens and the Browns are going to be better than they were. Uh, Breach isn't here, but no one's worried about the Bengals, let's be honest. So I'm going to go with the Steelers, even though the playoffs have been expanded, even though there's one more additional game this season. I think they may find it difficult to uh, – to make their way back. And hey, as long as we're doing it, let's see. So the Bills in the AFC East, that's one team. Ravens, Browns, that's three teams. Titans, that's four teams. Chiefs and Chargers, that's six teams. So there's going to be one more I wouldn't team. pencil the Chargers in, but if you think they're going to go, that's fine. I do, yeah. I think they're going to. I get Brandon Staley better for the But so you had two from the AFC North and two from the AFC, AFC West, right? And I still have one more team to pick. So it could be the Colts, could be the Dolphins, could be the Patriots. I think one of those three teams will get in before the Steelers. I tend to agree with that. The Steelers, by the way, five to one to win the division. That is pretty crazy. They're 44 to one to win the Super Bowl and 20, 22 to one or something to win the AFC. Those are crazy numbers for a would popular you bet, team. Would you bet five to one on the division? I wouldn't. Nah. I'd rather have the, the Ravens at plus money. Uh, the Steelers start. Oh, they got to play three more preseason games. That's the lane. They're they still not, not ideal. Yeah, but the only thing is that's the same division, the same schedule as the rest of the division for the most part. So that doesn't concern me. No, I just mean they they open up at Buffalo. Then they have the Raiders and Bengals. That's probably two and one at Green Bay. You're probably it's probably two and two. Two and two. I mean, not two and two. Best case because they could certainly you know they. Well, again, Aaron Rodgers hopefully retires, so that's one less thing to worry about. And then the Broncos and Seahawks at home before a week seven bye. So they don't play any of, oh, God. I mean, the, the stretch run is brutal. Week th- So they get the Bengals, char- you know, they, they have week 13. They're the Bengals at Cincy in week 12. I mean, I don't want to suggest that's a free win, mainly because. Listen to yesterday's podcast about the update. Your on the- tattoo situation. Yeah, right. the update, yeah. But- but then week 13 in, Ravens at home, at the Vikings, Tennessee at home, at the Chiefs, Browns at home, at Ravens. That is rough, man. Yeah, I don't disagree. And again, it's all going to come down to the offensive line. If Roethlisberger's running his, running for his life, you may win your bet where you had Dwayne Haskins starting more football games than uh, Carson Wentz. That's right. Uh, they probably need to be 4-2 and two going into that bye to feel like they can make the playoffs. 
and this Steelers team has historically started slow under Mike Tomlin, last year being the exception. Yeah, that's that is a good. Point. So that's one of my teams. Well, uh, and by the way, I should point out too, the, the, all these teams have playoff props. So let's see what the Steelers. Oh are. yeah, the Steelers. What what would you guess that the Steelers will they make the playoffs? Yes or no? Odds are. Well, five to one to the to win the division. Forty four to one to win the Super Bowl. Twenty something to one to win the conference. The odds they make the playoffs. Is that what you said? No. So it's either it's will they make the playoffs? Yes is a number, and then no yeah. is a number depending on. For for yeah. instance, the 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 Jets are will they make the playoffs? No minus six hundred. Right. Yes plus four twenty five. Right. So yes minus one fifty. Which direction? Plus one fifty. Sweet mercy in the daytime. I guess you, I, I you get one and a half to one that the Steelers will make the playoffs. It's actually not a terrible bet. I mean, no, but again, I that's the first team that came to mind when I said, okay, which team is it going to make the playoffs? Made the playoffs last what year. What do you so. think the no is? Will they? Will the Steelers make the playoffs? No. Well, this plus two hundred. No, no, no. Remember, if it's plus money on one oh, side, it's going to be opposite. It's going to be yeah. minus minus two hundred, minus one eighty five. Yeah, that's yeah. What I, meant. I mean, that is that is significant. Yeah, we talked about the Buccaneers' odds of. You know, the Buccaneers were minus 200 last week to win the division. It's minus 250 now. But, uh, you know, I don't know that the uh, odds of what's more likely, the Buccaneers win the division or the Steelers make the playoffs? Buccaneers. Oh, okay. There you go. Way more. I, we just had this conversation on the last podcast. Oh, no. I, I, I think they win the division, too. I'm just saying that they it is. They win the division with Blaine Gabbard starting 17 games. I'm just saying that it is shocking to see that number next to the Pittsburgh Steelers. There is a, a a significant lack of faith in Ben Roethlisberger and Mike Tomlin this year. No, no, not no. It's not Mike Tomlin at all, and probably Ben Roethlisberger. It's mostly the offensive line. I think that's where the conversation sure. starts. I think Roethlisberger's running back in the first round. Yeah, I don't. I'm okay with that. They need to run the ball. I mean, that would save Roethlisberger. He's 39 or 38, whatever he is. Um, great news though. He's lost a lot of weight. He feels better, which is the same conversation you have every late yeah, July with Ben Roethlisberger. By the way, the the Browns, who neither of us is picking to miss the playoffs. Spoiler. Just I think I'm picking them to win the division by the time it's all said. They are minus two eighty five. Yes, to make the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, you were questioning that before the podcast, or maybe during the podcast. That's crazy. There's no way they're not making the playoffs. You would think so. Actually, who's their backup quarterback? Do you know that answer? I don't know off the top of my head. Let me look real quick. That's one way, I suppose. Uh, oh, it's Case Keenum. They can still make uh, the playoffs. Yeah, Case Keenum. Yeah. Case they're fine. Kevin's a fancy. Okay, my turn. Actually, that's not how Debo had it on the rundown, but you can do it that way if you want. No, right, well, we'll just do one each. I'm going to stay in the AFC. Yeah, that's how that theme works. Mm-hmm. And I am going to – this is pretty – just becoming my brand at this point. I am going to say that the Indianapolis Colts miss the playoffs. Pretty obvious logic here. No, wait, would you have said that before the Carson Wentz injury news? Yeah, but now I'm way more confident about it. Leaning into it, okay. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think Carson Wentz. I was, I, I'm definitely worried as someone who is fading the Colts and fading Carson Wentz. And who hates you more, Colts fans or Bears fans? Bears fans. Oh, okay. I don't really get a whole bunch of pushback from Colts fans. I don't think they're that thrilled about Carson Wentz. I think they're cautiously optimistic about Wentz. At any rate, it, it's you know, Quentin Nelson is and Carson Wentz are probably the two most important people of that offense. And they both suffer the same foot injury. We'll know in a week or so how many games they're going to miss, if any. But I would be surprised if they aren't out a couple of weeks in the regular season. And as uh, Breach has pointed out, I don't think you mentioned this, but you, you'll like this theory. What happens if Quentin Nelson 
they both have the they both have surgery, right? They both do the two weeks of rehab and rest, or they both do two weeks of rest. And Frank Reich said they'll know within a few days after those two weeks when they start doing rehab how the foot is responding, and it's different for each individual. What if Quentin Nelson responds well and is able to come back right away, and Carson Wentz doesn't? Worst case scenario for Carson. What we know what Carson will do at that point, right? He'll rush back. Well, that's good. At least, at least he's not going to baby it. I don't know what they're maybe, in. Maybe he turns into a. I don't know. Maybe he does both. But it's unfair on one level because Quentin Nelson, you feel like could chew his foot off and still play. Yeah, and no other human could go through what Quentin Nelson conceivably could go through just because of who he is. Yeah, it's a bad run for Carson Wentz. That's that's the truth. I don't even know if he had enough practice in for people to be like, oh, he looks great, or if it was just pretty early on in the process. But yeah, it, it stinks for him. It stinks for Debo and Breach who were driving the Carson Wentz bandwagon. Hopefully they had parachutes on as the, as the bandwagon went over the cliff and hopefully they got out safely, but bad start to, to that, uh, that fan. Yeah. You know, the, the argument for the Colts making the playoffs is they are a well-coached team, which I, I think they are on both sides of the ball. Terrible right. division. Ter- a terrible division is the main, main argument for it. And as I pointed out in the last podcast, they have their quarterback on defense signed to a hundred million dollar deal. That's right. They did sign. Uh, they have a good defense. I mean, DeForest, DeForest Buckner, Darius Leonard, some players coming on in the secondary. There's a lot to like here. But Eric Fisher is probably not going to be ready to play week one. Yeah, he had the Achilles, I believe, at the end of last season. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Quentin Nelson's not going to be there week one, more than likely. And what? So what was the strength? A real strength. The offensive line is suddenly now a huge liability. Correct. So it's sort of similar to the Steelers in that aspect. In that in that aspect. And yeah, I mean, I don't want to harp on reasons why the Colts won't make it, but if you know, if they have Carson Wentz from last year or Jacob Eason is a not a top fifteen quarterback, I don't think this team is making the playoffs. So you have three choices. I think I know what your choice is going to be. So I'll be interested in your second choice. Roll Jacob Eason last year's fourth round pick, who didn't play at all last year. I don't think he did. Trade for Nick Foles, which has been bandied about. Yeah, or you trade for Nick Foles, it rips Carson Wentz's Carson Wentz. Like, really, this guy again? Or you bring back Philip Rivers until Carson Wentz is ready, and you tell Carson, "Listen, Rivers won't Rivers won't come back till his high school season's done." Oh, that's why he said he's not coming back till after November or whatever. All right. Basically, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. So you're well, you trade for Foles, trade for Minshew, and I, I don't. You know, I, I've asked Prisco about this. He doesn't think that uh, Urban would trade for him inside the division. In the division. Although it was Breach noted, that that could be the only situation where you get a third round pick for Carter Minshew, which is crazy talk when Breach brought it up last year. Yeah, I think he rolled Jacob Beeson. Easy for me to say because I have nothing invested in this. What are you giggling about? <laughs> uh, I was looking to see what Pete had said about something related oh, to the and, the, and the, that thread with Prisco has gone off the rails in a way that I cannot uh discuss with that live recording button without going. losing your job correct uh or getting two other people on that thread fired yeah. um anyway Colts I think are an obvious choice if you polled a hundred people what you know give me an AFC team let's say this family feud right yeah. It'd be a survey hundred people what they say I think Colts would be the number one answer over the Steelers I think Steelers would be two I mean just because of the Carson Wentz thing I think the Colts I said the Colts Dolphins, Patriots, and Patriots, right? Those, are, I think, those three teams are ahead of yeah. the Steelers. And I mean, there's going to be some. Uh, Do you have the playoff odds on those teams in front of you, or no? What's that? Do you have those playoff odds in front of you, or you can't? You know, back yeah, to tell you. Any, any so where do so do the Dolphins, Patriots, Patriots are minus one fifty to miss the playoffs. 
What were the Steelers, Steelers again? Steelers, Steelers are, are minus 185. Oof. Okay, so Steelers are the Dolphins are minus 150 to miss the playoffs. The okay. Colts are minus 200 to miss the playoffs. Okay, so I was I just missed on the Colts, but the Steelers are third. Uh, the Colts. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to think who the who's who are they putting in from the AFC that we're missing. The Titans are minus 175 to make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, of course they're going to win the, the. There might be some. The Chargers are minus 150 to miss the playoffs. What are they missing here? Somebody's missing. Um, trying to find the team that from the AFC that's the Broncos are minus 160 to miss the playoffs. Wait, the Broncos are ahead of the Steelers? Uh, uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Broncos are ahead of the Steelers. What? Yeah. Wait, so- the Bengals are minus 600 to miss the playoffs. That sounds too low. The Bills um, are, uh, oh, the Ravens. so the so we have the Ravens. This is, I'm just going to list the teams. Let's see if we get six or seven because it might just be six. We have the Ravens. The Bills, the Browns, the Chiefs. The I don't think they're going to get the six. Chargers? No, Chargers are dogs. This is wild. They just they don't have. Well, they don't team. have to get the six. They just try to make people Titans, pay money. Five. They got five teams favored to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, that's fine though. I mean, you don't have to have six or seven. You just want people to. Bet. These are some good value there though. Yeah. Because there's two spots, two playoff teams, two teams that are going to make the playoffs are plus money right now. I don't understand how Denver's ahead of Pittsburgh. Um, like, I guess because there's a chance they can come in second in the division, whereas the Steelers are going to be third in that division. Yeah, maybe maybe that's it. Yeah, maybe so. Um, so yeah, yeah, that's that's where that's at. It's just sort of weird odds, you know. Yeah, no, I agree. All I'm, right, I'm, I'm perplexed. All right. Take Once a break you and we'll come next back. Team, gotta take a break first. Oh, you're right. Let's take a break when we come back. Wilson's NFC team that will miss the playoffs. The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, so you've got one NFC pick. I've got one NFC pick. Why don't you fire away? Yeah, I actually asked before the uh, I actually asked you before the break. You hate you more, Colts or Bears fans. I'm actually going to take the Bears, so you can't take them. You have to come up with something else. And it's not because of Justin Fields. Actually, I love Justin Fields, and I think. He has a chance to be good, but in uh, yesterday's podcast, we talked about Josh Allen's deal and how important fit is. I don't know if Chicago's a great fit for Justin Fields. Matt Nagy's on the hot seat. Ryan Pace on the hot seat. Um, they've done an okay job early on, but they've also done a not-so-great job more recently in terms of some personnel decisions, mostly quarterback-related, and, and then sort of fielding a team that was able to score points, which that was sort of Matt Nagy's thing, and that hasn't really worked out. So Andy Dalton, I would presume, unless something's changed, will be the starter. And look, that could change after week one. That could change at halftime of week one, sort of like 
Tom Savage to Sean Watson back in the day. Sean, Sean's rookie season when Bill O'Brien's like 30 minutes into the season. Like, you know what? Tom Savage isn't the answer. Maybe I will use that first round pick. <laughs> right. Nick Saban's defense. <laughs> but I think they backdoored their way into the playoffs last year. Trubisky played like he has for most of his career. Maybe a little better. Fair enough. But he's now back up in Buffalo. So they have a new quarterback situation. Um, is the defense going to be as good? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they'll be okay. They drafted Tevin Jenkins in the first round, which is important. And, and ter- or second round, excuse me, to, to protect the quarterback. But again, the quarterback's going to be Andy Dalton to start. Alan Ramos is back for one more year, and that's probably it. They have Darnell Mooney. He's coming back after a, a good start to his career. But do they have uh, a lot of weapons? Still Jimmy Graham. And and then what? They have Cole Komet last year's uh, second-round pick. And I have questions sort of then don't. I also have questions because, as you just read before the break, the Broncos are more likely to make the playoffs according to Caesars than the Steelers are. And part of that, in my opinion, is because the Ravens and the Browns are ahead of Pittsburgh and the AFC North. In the NFC North, the Packers and the Vikings, I would presume, are ahead of Chicago to make the playoffs, which makes things even longer odds for them. I haven't looked at the Caesars odds, but I would imagine it's not in Chicago's favor. Um, so, Chicago is minus 250 to miss. So they're worse than the Steelers. That's Way right. worse. Minus yeah. 250 is big for the Bears. So The two to one to make the playoffs. Right, exactly. So um, I just don't feel good about them. And I don't know the, the math that has to happen for them to sneak in. And there were many points during last season that Bears fans were like, okay, I don't know if this team's <laughs> – team is that good and again they found their way way into the postseason and uh, you know they did exactly what they thought they were gonna they lost to in pretty convincing fashion that was the nickelodeon game right that's right when uh mitchell trubisky won nvp so they started three and oh nvp nick valuable that's right uh nickelodeon i think that's what it was they started three and oh were five and one and then right before their bye week they were five and five then they were five and seven lost two more games after the bye and then they won three of four to backdoor the way to the playoffs. So I, I look. Let's be real. This team is not good. Ryan Na- uh, Ryan Nagy, Ryan Pace, and Matt Nagy probably won't be around next year. And this is all about building around Justin Fields because I can't imagine Andy Dalton's going to be there after this year either. By the way, do you? Uh, I forgot about this, but it's it's just great. The um, the folks over at Pro Football Reference updated Mitchell Trubisky's. Player page to include he is the 2021 MVP. Nice, <laughs> not wrong. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just, and it's also his nickname is Mister Biscuit. Man, he went six and three last year. If you're going by QB wins, yeah, he did. Nice, and yeah, his stats aren't that bad, honestly. Sixty-seven completion percentage, sixteen touchdowns, eight interceptions. Dang. All right, that looks good on paper. Uh, okay. Do you at all disagree with the Bears? No, no, I I think it's a great pick, and you know they get the Lions, so that's. Yeah. I mean, they get the Lions twice. I mean, that's a you know, that's a concern if you're betting on the Bears to miss the playoffs. They have been to the playoffs two out of Matt Nagy's three years, which is a concerning. They managed to find their way in there. They had no business making it last year. We're just the ultimate luck box. There are some opportunities for wins early. They are at the Rams in week one. That's probably a loss. Man, the Rams logo looks what like. I mean, probably. How are they beating the Rams in week one? I mean, they're going to be seven to 10 point dogs. They're probably going to lose. Yeah. Bengals at home in week two should be a win. 40 points. Yeah. They're going to crush the Bengals. It'd be hilarious. Andy Dalton playing the Bengals. <laughs> Light at them the up. Browns in week three. And 
Lions at home in week four, at Raiders in week five. <laughs> so where are they after those five weeks? We got one uh, win. Okay. You think so? The no, Lions. Two. Bengals and Lions. Oh, Bengals and Lions. Sorry. They got two wins. So they're, so they're two and three. And then it gets a little dicey. Packers at home, at Buccaneers, 49ers at home, at Steelers, by Ravens at home out of the bye, then at Lions, Cardinals, at Packers, Vikings, at Seahawks, Giants at home, at Vikings. That is rough after week yeah. five. And it's yeah. probably going to be at that point when they're two and three at week five. I don't know when you start Justin Fields, but it's coming. Week two. <laughs> it might be start. it might be after the week. I can see them holding on till the week. I, we'll see. I mean, you can't start him. You can't be, you can't be two and three and say, all right, well, let's start the rookie against the Packers, Bucks, 49ers, and Steelers. That's a terrible idea. I guess they're terrible. we do this every offseason. We try to figure out when the when the rookie's gonna start, and it always usually happens before we expect. That is that is absolutely true. So, yes, very tread lightly with the Bears if you think they're gonna be good. Also, the Vikings should be much improved in that division, I believe. The, the return of Aaron Rodgers. I don't want to bring this up because people get angry at you. But are you all concerned that... I, I'm out. I'm out on my cold take. I would like to formally renounce the previous ice cold take that I gave on the Vikings and Packers. And I am doing it... Oh my God, I do not want people getting mad at me for talking about the vaccine. But if Kirk Cousins is going to remain unvaccinated and create tension between he and his coach over it, and potentially miss multiple games because of the NFL's rules, I'm out. <laughs> Not a stance on Kirk Cousins' stance. It's a stance on the fact that I see how this might play out. He might be unavailable is what you're saying. If Right. I mean, they need Cousins to be there. And, if and Cousins, this, this comes shortly after Kellen Mond missed time for being on the list, I believe, the COVID no, list. Kellen Mond, no, Kellen Mond tested positive for COVID. Right. And That's then Kirk Cousins was a close contact, so he had to miss 10 days. No, I understand that, but the backup also won't be in the might not be in the picture. Is my point? Yeah, I, my point is just that if Kirk Cousins has a close contact, he has to miss multiple games, and that should be a concern for anybody who's thinking about betting on right. the Vikings. Okay, I, I, you actually asked the question for me, so I saved myself the displeasure of having to get yelled at. I'm 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 out on that, but I do think the Vikings will be good this year. They're not the team that I'm picking to miss the playoffs. Instead, I'm going to go to the NFC South, where I will. Oh, dangerously bet against Sean Payton and select the number two seed from last year, the New Orleans Saints, with their quarterback situation, Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill. Prisco seems to think it's going to be Winston after he spent time down there, but I don't know how you trot Jameis Winston out with Adam Troutman. And I don't know why. Why? What's, what's Who cares? I would think you bring out Taysom Hill and let him run the ball a bunch. The Saints are, by the way, minus 155 to miss the playoffs. So uh, Vegas has actually turned on the Saints and expects them to to miss. We think Michael Thomas will miss time in the regular season, right? Yeah, I think so, because he waited so late to get the surgery, yeah. whether it's his fault or someone else's fault. Now, um, their their offensive line is fantastic. Fantastic. Like, it's a really maybe the best in football. Um Alvin Kamara is a delight to watch. I think Latavius <laughs> Murray is sort of underrated at this point. He's carved out a really nice career. And did, so you hear what, did you hear Jameis describing the running back duo? No. It, is, it was hilarious. He, he, he corrected himself. He said uh, they're the two, two best condom backs, and he meant to say tandem backs. He, he corrected himself. <laughs> and he right. said tandem, tandem. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it was hilarious. He was talking about Latavius Murray. And, of course, I missed Alvin that. Kamara. I got to find this one. Yeah, I'll find it for you while uh, you talk. But that, I, was, I, that was I, funny. Jameis was great. 
the best backfield condoms. Yeah, the best. <laughs> well done, Jameis. That well is done. fantastic. Hold on. We have to have this on the uh, show. Let's see if we get this. Let's see if we can find Did, what did you think about Jameis's uh, overall press conference? Who, me? Yeah. I just heard the condom reference. They were hilarious. Uh, one of the best back condoms, uh, tandems in the league, right? Uh, with Latavius <laughs> and Alvin. He looked over. He said, excuse my language. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was great about it. It was funny. He, that and, uh, was great. I think they were laughing, like the, the media folks were laughing. He got a good chuckle at it. But, hey, that alone, for me, he wins the, the starting job because of the, he has the best running back condoms. He's <laughs> <laughs> just running back condoms. That was He's fantastic. like, condoms. And then he, there's a PR person on the side. He was like, or, or, but, or maybe a reporter, and he was like, uh, uh. But to be fair, he was trying. He he was going to say combo, and I think he couldn't think of the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's trying to say combo or combine yeah. combo and tandem. <laughs> right. I, I will say that I I don't want to. This Jameis has changed. It reminds me a little of Alex Smith and how Jim Harbaugh sort of uh, uh, coached him up to be a little more engaged, a little more like a little different in how he spoke to the media and how he just generally went about his day. Like you like Jameis has a different vibe about him. There's a lot less pressure on Jameis. He is not the number one overall pick on a crappy organization trying to fix things by himself. He's he also sounds different. He sounds he, like somebody who has been working on the way that he speaks. Yeah. To the media. So good for him. I love that. I got a good laugh out of that. Sounds like he did too. And, and um, but again, that doesn't necessarily change your perspective on them missing the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and, and, there are reasons to think this is a bad pick for, for the record. I mean, if Jameis is good and Michael Thomas comes back early enough, this team is probably going to be really good. Um, they have a good defense. They brought back Marcus Williams, Marshawn Lattimore, Malcolm Jenkins in play there, a little bit older, but a you know, decent player. Demario Davis, underrated linebacker. They're expecting and hoping for Marcus Davenport to finally take a leap after giving up an extra first-round pick for him. They added Peyton Turner in the first round. Cameron Jordan is a stud. There's a lot to like here, and Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael are good coaches. I, I just think the quarterback situation and how good Tampa is leads me to pick the Saints. Although, so here's the thing: quickly, the last four years they've won double-digit games, never fewer than eleven. The three years prior to that, 2014 through 2016, they went seven and nine each of those three years. Correct. So they went seven and nine for three straight years until they had that magical 2017 draft class that produced Ryan Ramchick, Alvin Kamara. Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams. Hendrickson uh, was in that draft class, I believe. Hendrickson, uh, may, yeah, maybe so, yeah. That was a loaded draft class. Yeah. Um, I, if we were doing Family Feud style for the NFC, <laughs> it'd be like 95 would be the Bears. 95? Oh, right, yeah. Like, be 100 the- people. Oh, you know what? I take that back. I think it would be 80. I think there would be a lot of people who would pick Washington. No way. Only because what? expecting Dallas to win the division. I see. Yeah. Okay. I just, I don't, again. We're I high mean, on Washington. Washington's minus 165 to miss the playoffs. What about Dallas? The Cowboys are favored to make the playoffs. I just don't. I think that's. Cowboys just, are minus 135 to make the playoffs. That's Dallas Cowboy fans' money. I think it, that's sure, what that is. For sure. That is, pub, that is playing into the public money perception. Right. I think Washington at plus 135 to make the playoffs is a very good bet. I like it a lot. In uh, fact, again, I was gonna say the they are plus two thirty to win the division. Just take them to make the playoffs. 
here's the thing. I, I mean, I think I know the answer. Would you rather have Dak or would you rather have Ryan Fitzpatrick? Uh, D- Dak. Of course. Would you rather have Washington defense or Dallas defense? <laughs> Would you rather have Ron Rivera or Mike McCarthy? <laughs> I mean, they are the same, probably the same person. And I think the differences between the last two are much wider than the differences between the quarterbacks. Maybe, maybe Ron Rivera could be the defensive Mike McCarthy. I, no, he was riverboat. Like Mike McCarthy is the most conservative play caller outside of Jason like That's what I'm saying. I like him. That's my point. And I think that the players buy into Ron Rivera, and I think he's willing to take chances, whereas Mike McCarthy is as by the book as they come. Yeah. Um, just ask Aaron Rodgers. Okay. So any, uh, any other thoughts on, uh, let's do this quickly. So you mentioned the, the, the teams that didn't make the playoffs name. I, now, I would guess this is gonna be a later podcast. A what? Uh, you're talking about teams who did who missed the playoffs who might make next year. No, 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 no. I wanted to say out of the, the Steelers were three seed last year, which you scoffed at, but let's say out of the top, Four teams in, in in the AFC, not including the Steelers. So, out of the Chiefs, Bills, or Titans, or the top three seeds in the NFC. Oh, the Saints uh-huh. are one of them. This is tough. All right. What's the but, question? Let, let, let me put you this way: find the highest seed in either conference that you think won't make the playoffs. Well, the Saints were a two seed. Right. So you got to you got to be higher than that, or you can go over to the other side. So, uh, I, oh my God! I mean, you're like, not going to pick the Packers. You're not picking the. No, I'm not picking against Buffalo, Kansas City, or... I think I'm going to have to go with the Seahawks. Yeah, or Tennessee. Seahawks was a third, team, third seed. The thing is, who's winning it in, like, who's winning, winning it in the AFC? You just said the Colts aren't going to make it. Yeah, no, I think the, I think the Titans will... You're, you're, you're basically asking, where is there going to be division changeover? The highest seed of the last year's seedings in the playoffs. Who isn't making the playoffs? Because we, we named our teams. The Saints were number two, so that's pretty high. The Steelers were number three, that's obviously pretty high. You said the Colts, which is the seventh seed. I said the Panthers. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't wuss out of this. We picked no. I know. High seeds. I should have should looked into that. But I think Seahawks maybe the next team for me. Seattle could definitely miss the playoffs with San Francisco and, and Los Angeles in that division. The Seahawks, uh, by the way, are ooh, minus one thirty to make the playoffs. Even money to miss the playoffs. And you don't want to say the Chiefs or the Bills because that that means someone has to get hurt. So you're, if you say the Chiefs or the Bills, you're just asking to look stupid in nine months. You're saying that a bus of half the team went off went off a bridge, right? Right. Like that's or or, a, or a unfortunate you know like medical situation in right in the middle of a pandemic. Asteroid hit the hospital, something like that, or the uh, I'm sorry, the team hotel or half something. The team got COVID or something like that. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I I would think that the well, like I said, the Saints are out there. Yeah, I mean. I, I guess in my mind, I sort of think about Tampa Bay as being the second best team from the, in a, or the, you know, the best team in football last year, but the other NFC team, like I wouldn't, you wouldn't want to bank on any of the four conference finalists missing the playoffs. All right. We'll do, oh, we're going to do those Kansas City, Tampa Bay, Green Bay. Yeah, no, that's right. All right. It, that was, uh, sounded more exciting in my head, less exciting when I said it. Out it's, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to pull up, but there's going to be, there'll be division changeover. There always is. But one of those division changeovers is going to be more than likely Tampa over New Orleans. Right. Yeah. That, well, a hundred percent. And there's Cleveland no, over Pittsburgh or Baltimore over Pittsburgh. There's no circumstance where the Buccaneers don't win the division. I mean, there is, but right. And my point being is that that division changeover is not happening in terms of a team in versus a team out of the playoffs, but rather playoff teams swapping spots for the right. Uh, all yep. right, that's the show. Those are four teams that Ryan Wilson, I believe, will miss the playoffs next year. Tell us how we're wrong on Twitter at Ryan Wilson CBS or at Will Brinson or at Pick Six Podcast. Wilson, as always, buddy, a pleasure. 
Thank you. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus.